We are live. Welcome back to You Took It Too Far. Daniel Miley here, joined as always by the Charles J. Clark. Charlie, buddy, what's going on, man? Change of scenery, it's looking like. What's what's new with you? Uh, talk to me, brother. How's it going, man? Welcome back to You Took It Too Far. Um, Finally got an intro on this one. Finally got an intro right off the bat, right off the top of the episode. We're both sounding good. We're sounding healthy. Um, but that's the beauty of radio because no, <laughs> <laughs> I am dying. <laughs> I, no, I, uh, I'm in good, man. I'm good. I just, I want to be transparent with the listeners. I mm-hmm. feel like I haven't provided much of an update on my life. Right. Um, since the old, uh, two week notice, two week notice. And if the listeners have been following along, it's been longer than two weeks since I've talked about that. So yeah, yeah, things have um, changed. <laughs> things have changed, changed in a big way. The reason Nate noted the scenery is because um, it looks like I'm broadcasting from um, where someone would be placed after being kidnapped. Yeah, it looks like uh, there's like a man with a gun like on the other side of your your monitor right now. <laughs> like I I look I basically look like I'm a CIA agent doing a briefing from an undisclosed location. Yeah, man, I'm a. Uh, it's it's a Don't little above me. I look like yeah, I, I I may be interrogated or interrogate someone at any second. Yeah, it's uh and I have the equipment in here to do so. Yeah, I can see. <laughs> Duct tape uh, up there. Uh yeah, man. You're 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 rocking microwave. Yeah, I don't even want to know what the fuck goes in that microwave if you're kidnapping people in there. You don't want to know. I don't. I don't. But <laughs> this yeah, this is a little different from uh from looking at your bookshelf, you know. Right. It's a little bit different than all the old, you know fashion pretentious books weighing down <laughs> sagging down the bookshelf it, I, am I mean cur- it is it is uh it's pretty on the on the nose man the sag in the right in the middle of that bookshelf heavy thick books on there oh Those yeah my, my favorite my favorite uh background pieces i would stare at when we record yeah i like a good sag in the bookshelf that's how you know you're smart if your bookshelf if your bookshelf has a spring in it like when you well like if you take something off your bookshelf and the wood almost kind of pushes flex. back yeah. up yeah. <laughs> you're dumb <laughs> you're a dumb person what if you just moving a picture frame or something what if you don't have a bookshelf i think that is indicative uh-huh, of, something. of its own yeah. of its own answer now I, I think that kind <laughs> of, i think that kind of explains itself if i just said if your bookshelf's light that is that it still implies that a dumb person has a bookshelf. Right. So right. I am. <laughs> I think you might be able to to navigate to your own person All conclusion right. there. Maybe maybe not actually. But <laughs> let me help you, you dumb fuck. <laughs> Read a book. I'm in a, I'm in a garage, bro. I'm in a fucking garage. Um <laughs> You are. You are in a garage. I where your bookshelf once was, I'm looking at a an overhead door. <laughs> I'm I'm broadcasting from a local garage 
let me just give the I just want to be transparent with the listeners. How's my audio? Is it still good or is sound, the aluminum room? <laughs> no, there's shingles, bro. This is legit. Yeah, um, this, this is a real nice crash. <laughs> it's it, it is a garage. Um I want to be transparent with the listeners. I am now moved out of Cincinnati. Oh. It was a quite the two-week ordeal. I'm not going to dive into the specifics of it on the show, but it was quite a a two-week ordeal from the time that I put in my two-week notice and then two weeks and then finishing work, and then I was in Cincinnati for another two weeks after that. Um, And it was quite the ordeal, packing, moving, goodbyes, hellos. It was quite the it was quite the adventure, um, but I am now back in Fremont, Ohio. Have they given you a nice warm welcome back, man? They um, <laughs> they've welcomed me all right. I feel <laughs> welcomed as hell. I feel like I never left, yeah, and Fremont, no one else did either. No, and Fremont, it's just Fremont's most welcoming community you can come back to because everybody's been there forever (laughs) and nothing ever changes no everything is exactly as it was i could drive around this town with my eyes closed yeah yeah and i'd still get to my destination on time and i probably would only hit (laughs) a squirrel (laughs) at spiegel grove yeah, dude, the only thing that changes in Fremont is, like, what new chain place got got put into town, you know? Whether it's the a Chipotle, a Dunkin', or something, you know? It's the micro-upgrades of Fremont, Ohio. It's just, like, fast food places that everybody else already has. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's... And every time you come back to town, everybody's got to tell you yeah. what restaurant was installed, like... <clears throat> Dude, yeah. I remember when Fremont got a Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, my God. Hell broke People loose. were like, holy shit, you're going to be able to see us on the fucking GPS now. This is going to be crazy. <laughs> Bro, Chipotle was a massive fucking deal, man. That really was, was something. But the beautiful thing about Fremont, bro, is, look, you can bring the outside world to Fremont, but <laughs> Fremont will infest and infect. Oh, yeah. Until that thing becomes a that's Fremont a, thing. That's a Fremont B-dubs and that's a Fremont Chipotle. There is <laughs> you go it's to not that just the Chipotle anymore. Go to that fucking Chipotle in Fremont and you go to any other Chipotle and you tell me that it is not like <laughs> two completely different fucking chain it's restaurants. Fucking bro. Wild West. It is, bro, every time I go to the Fremont Chipotle, it's just like it, the food doesn't even taste like Chipotle. It no, tastes like no, it tastes like fucking a, a fucking white guy from Fremont tried to make some Mexican food. Is what it tastes like. <laughs> it lo- it loses its magic. It truly does. I don't know how all the other white ass towns with Chipotles are able to co- to conjure up this flavor, but it's not available in it's, Fremont. It's missing. It's <laughs> it wasn't on the truck. Zing in Fremont. And and people are yelling at my wings to go back where they came from as they're being brought out to my table. I mean, it's just. 
yeah, man, that fucking warm, welcoming feeling of Fremont, Ohio. Nothing quite, nothing quite like it. I mean, even the potholes in the streets are the same, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. Isn't that crazy that you know where to swerve to? You could drive eyes closed, like you said, and you could still swerve and miss the potholes that have been there for years. Bro, all you'd have to do is sit in the passenger seat and identify white trash objects. <laughs> and I would be able to tell you where we are in town. <laughs> Play GeoGuessr and and anywhere in Fremont, you would know by the blade of grass where you are. (laughs) Remember when we talked about geocaching on the on the show? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I can I geocache white trash. That's where my geocaches (laughs) are in white garbage. White garbage. <laughs> That's, you gotta cut that. That sounds so much worse for some reason. White garbage. Why does this white garbage sound so much worse than white? I don't know. Trash. <laughs> trash is meaner than garbage. I feel like I don't know why white garbage sounds so much worse than white trash. <laughs> as soon as I said it, I was like, "Is that a racial slur?" Hey man, but, if you can say any of them. I mean, if if anybody's allowed to say white garbage, it's me on this fucking podcast from this fucking garage. <laughs> In Fremont, Ohio. In Fremont, Ohio, bro. I mean, come on. <laughs> what have been talking about? Oh, man. Um, so, no, but let me provide a little bit of, uh, of an actual explanation so people don't think I've just completely went off the rails. Um, <laughs> I... I am in a, uh, as I was saying originally on the show when I talked about my two-week notice, I'm in a bit of a transitional period. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I uh, I have, and I don't want to spoil it on the show, but I have some irons in the fire. And uh, I'm going to be, this is a short-term stay, uh, but during this short-term stay, I am a line cook again as well. That's only gonna lead to uh to wonderful things for for you guys listening. So <laughs> this is this I'm might already be, might bubbling be peak. up some content yeah. for you. This might be peak. You took it too far here in a minute. Like this might be a, an homage to our to like year one. <laughs> I uh I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna I'm gonna um I'm gonna I'm, I've only been back for a few days. I'm going to let it marinate. I'm going to let it destroy me. And then I'm going to come back stronger <laughs> and make it funny <laughs> and make it funny. So I'll be, I'll be there with that when that happens. Yeah, um, yeah. So I work tomorrow, so it'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> soon. Uh, we'll be all right. It'll be yeah, there yeah. soon. Next week's show, probably. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. I wanted to tease that a little bit at the top of the episode, because I think everyone, especially people that have worked in the industry enjoy it good i'll give you one right now this it takes two seconds i don't have nothing to develop to you on this it's not a very good story it's just sheer crazy restaurant shit Mm -hmm. doordash order came through today somebody ordered 13 sides of ranch (laughs) for what for for what one cheeseburger the huh? order was a cheeseburger and fries. Huh? Bro. And, and cheese curds. I'm sorry. And cheese curds. If you're dipping fries and cheese curds in 13 orders of ranch, bro, what the fuck is going on? A side of a to-go ramekin is two ounces. Okay? 26 ounces of ranch was necessary ranch. to consume that meal. 
So I gave them three eight ounce soup cups, like to go soup cups, yeah, full of ranch and one two ounce ramekin. Nice. They didn't need all that. You probably should have. You probably should have just they gave paid them, like, for it, bro. I know, but god damn, man, that's crazy. That's whole that's damn a lot six of pan ranch. ranch, bro. That's a lot and then, of ranch. But and it was so stupid too because you got three giant ass containers of ranch. And then just one little two ounce ramekin on top. And then to top it all off, cherry on top, I noticed that the cheese curds, the cheese curds come with um spicy marinara. Okay. They subbed or fucking ranch for spicy marinara <laughs> and then got extra ranch. Holy fuck, that is so much ranch. So fifteen sides of ranch. I just like thirty ounces of ranch. Do you think, in your professional opinion, that they had enough fries and slash or cheese curds to warrant uh, fifteen side orders of ranch dressing? I think if you double dipped every bite you'd eat, you wouldn't even make it past (laughs) the second fucking cereal bowl of ranch that you ordered for yourself, you disgusting white garbage. Fuckers never heard of ketchup. Mark my words, I will say white garbage on stage, and it will get a good laugh. White garbage is fucking awesome. not forgetting about white garbage. Let me put it that way. Let me just just know that someday in the near future, I'm going to be on stage ranting about something, and I'm going to say, you fucking white White, garbage. White garbage. It sounds so fucking mean. I don't know what it is about it, but it sounds awful. It truly does, man. You fucking white garbage. I do like it, though. You're just fucking white garbage. That's all you'll ever be is white garbage. Almost sounds like fucking Theo Vaughn. Sounds like Theo Vaughn's going to say white garbage next week. You know what I mean? Like, Bro, if he does, I'll be pissed. But I said it first, and I'll send it to him. I'll be like, listen, bro. Check this out. <laughs> I said white garbage two weeks ago. So... Figure so at least shout me out or have me on the show. Imagine me and Theo going at it. 30 ounces of ranch. <laughs> White garbage. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> We're back to the garbage. Um, it's a white dumpster fire, my I don't <laughs> you white dumpster fire. Garbage, man. That's beautiful. You white recycling center. Oh man. <laughs> you act like you're doing a lot, but you're really ineffective. Uh, <laughs> you're a you're white still recycling dying, fucking piece of white garbage. Um but I'm here, man. Uh I'm line cook Chuck again. Uh yeah. putting on the Putting on the pants, putting on the the non-slip shoes, and uh, getting in it, getting in it, making a lot of dinners, um, yeah, yeah. chopping up a lot of things, and I don't know all the st- stupid stuff that you have to do to make food for people. Um, it's good to hear hear some uh, just what some of your coworkers got to say, man. I love line cooks are some of like the funniest uh, funniest people to like observe or hear. Here, you're like doing field research for me almost when I when I'm getting my intel on line cooks. It's fucking they're all so interesting. Yeah, one of them is are, a like 
all the line cooks, I mean, I don't really have any stories yet because, like I said, I'm just a few days in again. Uh, but all the line cooks I work with are very interesting people. Um, Some of them, and most. they're all interesting and um, unique in their own regard and perspective uh, and the way they go about um, this crazy little thing we call life. Um, the best people wind up in that kitchen, bro. Some What's of the that? Best. Some of the best people wind up. In best that and kitchen. worst people you'll ever meet yeah. your ever, your whole life work in kitchens. Dude. <laughs> Some of the best and worst people you'll ever meet, and and I mean that same the same person might simultaneously be the yeah. person simultaneously <laughs> might be the best and worst person you've ever met. Um. So we'll just have to see how that goes. Uh, I appreciate. Let me start off the show with that little detour, I just kind of wanted to address my surroundings, address my perspective, uh, the mood that I'm in, the lifestyle that I'm currently um, living. Uh, it's, it's something else, bro. I'm uh, it's a big change of pace, bro. I don't even, I'll tell you what, I was a manager for too long. I'm not used to working so hard. Oh man, yeah. Oh God, I got like you on the line again, man. I know, bro. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was cooking a lot at my last job, but now you even, just do it. Even bro. cooking as a manager, there's a certain yeah, you know. But when you're just like, like I can't tell you how many times I went to tell somebody to do something. I'm like, oh fuck, Damn. I have to do that. No, we're equals. <laughs> God damn <We> equals. <laughs> but no, dude, I'll go to like tell somebody to do something and then I'm like, shit, I have to do That's that. That's my gig now. <laughs> oh, that's my responsibility. And other people can tell me what to do. Yeah, man, that's a fucking uh, culture shock right there. Oh, dude, I'm not into that aspect of it whatsoever. But then, bro, there's a certain there's it's also kind of nice in a way. It can also be kind of nice because when all this shit is wrong, I have no. That ain't your fucking fault. <laughs> that is I don't have to even I don't even have to think about what's going on in the front house. You just got to cook some. You just got to you just got to dick around with some food, man. That's well, that well, that's num rule. Number one is you don't dick around with the food. Well, you're not even supposed to touch it without gloves, Nate. I mean, let alone <laughs> dick around with it. Metaphorically, dick around with the food. <laughs> Metaphorically, just stick your dick in all the food. <laughs> right into the third cups of ranch. Of Figuratively, you're fucking rubbing your dick around in all that ranch. Figuratively, of course. Thirty cups, you fucking white garbage. Enjoy thirty cups of dick ranch, man. Just to just dip the tip, just the tip into each individual ranch. You can't be second day back tip dipping ranch, buddy. Rob, line up the ranches, bro. I'm gonna. <laughs> Dip, I'm gonna dick tip the ranches. Line them up. I'm gonna dick tip them, bro. This is bullshit. Three days in, and thirty ounces of ranch. This is fuck. That's gonna be, bro. Did I just title my memoir? Three days in and thirty ounces of ranch. I, that's a book title. I thought you were gonna say dick tip in the ranch. <laughs> How to? You can find it in that self help section. 
you will find that you a lot of your stress is relieved after you stick your dick in some ranch. <laughs> now, if you can do it professionally, that's even better. <laughs> Recreationally is fine, but that's not our end game. <laughs> but you're not getting paid to do it. <laughs> if you're getting paid to stick your dick in the tip of ranch. You got you got a whole other issue, but well, now, well, you know, now you're just a professional. You know, now you're just a paid, um, paid professional entertainer. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just for the record, I, I, I I've never taken my penis out at work, um, <laughs> without consent. Yeah, um, as of October sixth, uh, twenty twenty three, <laughs> my penis has not been out at work. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even use urinals at work because I'm afraid another coworker is going to come in while I'm pissing and I'm going to oh, yeah. piss next to somebody I work with. And it's just like, I don't know, bro. I don't know you like that. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, I'm clocked in right now. Let's Stop looking over separate. the divider. Quit. <laughs> I yeah, see like, you. I see what you're doing. You caught like, what I was doing. Stop. We're done. <laughs> I said I didn't want to play swords four times. <laughs> Get it off the side of my leg. <laughs> I politely declined you four times. <laughs> I said I, <laughs> I don't want to. I, don't wanna I didn't want to play tummy sticks. <laughs> I How many play... times did I gotta tell you I didn't want to play tummy sticks? <laughs> you want to play ranch tummy sticks? No, man. It was one time. I dipped it one time. I don't. I was upset, bro. <laughs> I was going through something, man. Can't you see that? Please help me. I'm in his garage. I'm in. At... <laughs> You're going to find, dude, my Netflix, like, I'm giving code right now. Yeah, like, it's you code, like, I, like I just gave you the location of the garage I'm kidnapping. <laughs> yeah. if, you, if you decode this episode, you'll know which garage I'm being held in. <laughs> uh, so what's going on with you? Uh, <laughs> I need a distraction. <laughs> All I can think about is uh, penis is covered in ranch dressing. So, well, you know, <laughs> what's we're new? looking at your search history before we start the show. <laughs> well, it's new, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, no, what's man. Changed? But I, yeah, I've tell been, me something uh, I don't know. I've been I've been good. Um, oh, okay. I wanted to uh, That's wanted nice. to share with you in the cast. Uh, I got to go to another concert. And there was plenty of uh, of things that I, I saw and witnessed that I felt like just kind of needed to be shared with you. Um, Me specifically or the listeners? Or what do you mean? Um, well, I guess it's for everybody, but mainly you in okay. this moment well, I don't because I know you're going to – you might be able to help me pick this place apart. <laughs> and I say place because my biggest issue starts with the, the venue. Oh, really? What yeah. was wrong with the venue? Where well, was what? it? Tell we, us where it was. We were in Columbus. Um, place was called King of Clubs. And I've never been before. Tom has been once. Uh, we went to see a band called Movements. Um, that was who I went to see. Uh, but the openers were, I can't even remember. The Heart of Gold was one. I'm blanking on one of the other openers. And the third opener, I'll never forget their name because that was Mannequin Pussy. Uh yeah, man. <laughs> they were uh 
Yeah, yeah. I hadn't heard too much about Cut Mannequin. Me saying that. I didn't need to repeat that. I felt weird as soon as I said it. I felt like something was wrong with me. Yeah, man. They were they were interesting. I feel but... like the next time I go into a Peebles, they're all gonna be look making eye contact with me. You know? <laughs> like the Mona Lisa, I'm gonna be seeing a fucking mannequin everywhere I look. Like, nah, it was that one time, you know. <laughs> No, yeah, but this, so tell me about the king of what was it? The king of clubs, the king, king of, of clubs, king of clubs. Um, and it was in this like abandoned strip mall kind of looking spot. <laughs> like it was all parking lot, like <laughs> empty mall parking lot for the for the venue, which was nice. Didn't have to pay for parking, which always happens at concerts. It's an annoying, uh, you know, trying to guess what place isn't going to scam you the hardest to fucking park in a spot. Right. Or how far you're going to have to walk if you want to save $5. Um, so no parking there. Good start. Um, walked in, scanned our tickets. And uh, got right. Well, the security was interesting. There was two security guards, you know, patting down or waving wands. Um, in one line, I saw Tom what going was in. Like, did you choose? Well, there was just like, two flowing lines, two different guys waving and, and checking people down. Tom went into the two wands. They they did. They did. But oh, they had okay. very I different. Understood you. I thought you were saying that there was a pat down and a wand line. And well, it's there... like, hey, you want to get patted down? Or... <laughs> you... I'll take be... a pat down. Yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> there was just two guys that had two different methods. Um Tom went through the right line, which I noticed was moving a little slower. So I jumped into the left and uh, the rest of us went to the left. And that one was going so much faster. And the guy I met with was like, hey, man, how you doing? And just kind of waved the wand around me. Didn't touch me or nothing. And he was like, all right, man, have a good time. I was like, thanks, dude. Like, he was really cool. (laughs) I will have a good time with my gun in here. He was so fucking lax and chill. It was awesome. <laughs> and uh, uh, we all got through and Tom has all of our tickets on his phone. So we had to like wait for him to get done with his line. And uh, that line just. What, they have to find a step stool? <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, it's fucking. Tom comes out and he's like, he scans our tickets and we walk in. He was like, yeah, they like patted me down pretty good in there. He'd like. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I wonder why that line was moving so slow. I was like, I didn't even get pat- you got patted down. This guy touched you. He was like, Yeah, man, he checked me over pretty good. Like he was being thorough with his line, which I, I thought didn't... was odd. I thought, okay, so security it varies, which you know, I don't know if that's a good or bad sign. At least somebody was patting. I guess that's good for uh for club security. But we walked in, and the way this this venue was was set up was frustrating to me because you walk into the building and it's like it's 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 like an arena almost where the stage is up front there's the floor is literally everything like the the pit is all of the the first floor and then surrounding in like a horseshoe is like the bars the merch tables more bar more merch tables and then there's a second floor with more like horseshoe uh, kind of shaped seating. 
So everything in the club was pointed just to the, the stage. And that made the, the sound quality, not like super good. The, there was poor ventilation. It was very hot in there. Oh, uh, yeah, it was, it was kind of a, it was kind of a rough go, but so the venue sucked and um, it's, it's very surprising that, uh, it, it was pussy would play such a <laughs> low caliber venue. <laughs> to yeah, I, I will say to be fair, movements even though they were headlining, they're not like a massive band or anything. They're they're still they're relatively small compared to other bands I've gone and seen. So this club was, I, I it was a sold out venue too. So it was like very packed and very hot and like I said, poor ventilation. How many people do you think were in there? Oh man, I wish I could even guess. I don't think I have that uh, ability. But there was quite a few people, and it was it's a, it's not a small venue, but it's definitely not a large venue. It was a nice like medium, medium leaning towards people? small. I'd say probably less than five hundred. But oh, okay, all right. A lot of people indoors. A lot of hot air. Yes. Um, to to put into perspective, like how like shitty this club was, there was an MC or like a PA guy that spoke in between bands, which doesn't happen anywhere. No, nobody that hosts. Uh, maybe that's it's like different. an actual nightclub. Yeah, dude, it was, it was because he, he got over like a, the, got over the PA and was like, all right, ladies and gents, let's, uh, let's clap it up for mannequin pussy. All right. If you come to the bar top for the next 10 minutes, we're going to be having two for five Jägermeister shots. That's right. <laughs> two for $5 Jägermeister shots. <laughs> Dude. And then the next time he gets on the PA. All right. For the next 10 minutes at the bar top, we'll be doing two for $5 shots of fireball. And I was like, God, bro. What the fuck is gonna be next? <laughs> like <laughs> that is so trashy. It is, bro. It's oh, bro. And That's then like... the next time he got over the PA for the next ten minutes, two for five dollar shots of Jim Bean. <laughs> I was like, You're just cruising through the liquor show. I was like, "What the fuck is happening? You just you just offered up the shittiest liquors you could offer somebody." <laughs> What's left in the basement again? We'll do ten minute deal. <laughs> Pick the worst liquor we have on the shelf. Let's sell it to these idiots for fucking five dollars. <laughs> uh, but yeah, dude. The so the venue was was not my favorite. Um, they didn't allow crowd surfing. Big signs posted up you know, no crowd surfing at any time. And that doesn't fucking ever mean anything. Is crowd surfing that common of a thing that you have to put up signs in regard to it? Every metal or rock concert I've been to, people crowd surf. That's just a thing that happens. That just um, seems so gross to me. In fact, other people touch your ass and back and legs. Yeah, and... dude, it's it's not cool. Sometimes you can you can just like watch somebody get like squeezed up while they're being crowd served just by like some fucking weirdo underneath that is like, oh, I can do this and nobody's gonna say anything because she's crowd surfing. Like that kind of shit gets. Yeah, that's so yeah disgusting. I had to launch somebody to to crowd surf at this concert um 
I typically try to stand not in the back, but I stand more toward the back because as a concert goer to where it's all standing seats, I feel like as a guy that's six foot three, I'm going to try to not be in front of as many people as possible, just out of like, because I, I do feel bad. I know I can't help it, but I do feel bad when somebody's short standing behind me. So I'm like, if so, if people want to stand in front, I don't give a fuck. Just don't make me move my feet. You know, like I'll let you right. through, go ahead. I just, um, so I was towards the back and some woman hits me on the arm and she's just, you know, points up. And I was like, all right, come on. And so I, I grabbed her and I, I picked her up and Kaylee helped me pick her up. Um, and what? Yeah, dude. Picked her up, got her up into the air. And it, once we got her up and I, I started walking with her forward. Um, Where are you holding her at? Um, Like back and like bottom of thigh up like this. Like, like it's hard to kind of demonstrate, but. Her head up here, hand on back, hand underneath, up, holding, walking with her feet forward. And it got to a you know, I gotta, I gotta keep pushing her. I gotta let the people in front of me know that, you know, they gotta take her from me and push her forward, you know. So I'm like kicking people in the face with her feet as I'm pushing her over, and people really aren't helping me. <laughs> So I've just got this woman in my arms, like pressing her forward. Lady around. Yeah, dude. And I'm like, I'm like driving, man, because I got to push into this crowd. So they take her from me and they finally did. And I like, I like took a step back and was like, huh. <laughs> Cause she wasn't like super light. <laughs> oh, I got, I'm not gonna lie, dude. I got out of there and I was like, dude, my back fucking hurts. Like, <laughs> Like, my sciatic is fucking like I pulled something in my back, dude. That's the fucking thought that went through my head, man. I was uh Bro, I, I find that so odd that like you mean to tell me at one of these shows mm -hmm. all someone's gotta do is look at somebody and point upwards, and that means pick me up and try and get a bunch of people to grab me. Yep, that means go up. He's I've launched so many people at just because I'm a large dude. Uh, they just go, this guy's big enough to throw me. Let's see if he'll throw me. There was one concert I was at where I think I launched five to six women to be crowd served. A couple of guys, too, which I was, I'm like, why are you crowd surfing? Like, I feel like that's more of a. Is I didn't know if crowd surfing was gender specific. I thought. Well, I feel like we... I feel like, every time I see a dude doing it, I'm like, "What are you doing up there? Like, get back down here." Well, why do women do it? I don't get it. What get the... close to the artist? You know, they. You know, you can. You're you're constantly getting pushed toward them, and then the security at the front's got to pick you up and set you down and let you walk back into the crowd. But uh, I've always, you know, so people go up holding their phone. Thing. Yeah, just like get close to the the artist or you know look at they'll notice them or you know it's always a good picture too if you're if you're crowd surfing in one of the band's pictures it's a cool look but yeah man all it takes is finding somebody that like is larger than you and being like hey i want to go up and then you get to go up i've never said ever... no but i wish i no i've i would never crowd i could not i've seen so many people for it for it 
dude. People trampled it. Dude, I've seen it's so many concert. people just go like I, I look, I'm like, that motherfucker's too big to be surfing, and then just nobody wants to nobody wants to help him. And then you just watch their head like dive like straight to the floor. <laughs> like, oh, bro. <laughs> bro, if that doesn't get you in the gym. <laughs> if oh god, there's a bug in here that looks it like it probably would cure or cause polio. It's a coin flip on this guy. It's a coin flip on the polio with this thing. <laughs> God, but it definitely has something, something archaic in it. <laughs> I mean, that looks like it's, something I mean, <laughs> this thing looks like it could have possibly drank the blood of a triceratops, bro. <laughs> that was something else to see. I'm almost glad I saw it in a way. And now you're aware. Also- it's almost majestic in a way. It's I mean, like a I really once in a lifetime like, thing. I feel like I just got t- tickets to that Chris Pratt Jurassic movie. <laughs> You're like watching Nat Geo in, in real real life. I man. really am, dude. Until it fucking it's lands on you. me, yeah, it's gonna carries suck your me head away. Off. And takes me... <laughs> yeah, but I just wasn't aware that. Uh, I, I just I just didn't know that that was an uh, an assumed thing. Yeah, I've never turned anybody down that wanted to get surfed. I wish I would have turned this woman down, but heat of the moment, I was like, this lady wants to crowd surf, let her crowd surf. And it was hard on my back, uh, to say the least. But I think she had fun. I didn't really pay attention if it carried her any further or not, but I sent her off on her way, man. <laughs> Bro, how how big of a how big of an ego hit would it be if you were crowd surfing and you just heard people grunting underneath you? <laughs> Dude, I br- <laughs> like like they're bracing. <laughs> like like you're crowd surfing, you're having a time of your life. You go to pull out your phone, and then some guy below you goes, "Oh God, oh." <laughs> Jesus Christ. Holy shit. <laughs> like a mall Santa with an obese toddler, bro. Just shocked and awed by the sheer volume. But you carry on. You carry you, on. You have to do it for the spirit of the of the of the thing, you know. <laughs> oh man. So once again I reiterate this venue sucked. Because the next thing that that occurred during the the main act movements is out there. They're doing their thing. Everybody that came there, you know, was waiting to see them. Um, And they they were killing it. And I want to say maybe halfway-ish through their set. And I'm going to blame it on the venue again because, you know, poor circulation, poor ventilation, hot air. Woman passes out in the crowd. So, naturally... And this this person passed out a couple feet away from where we were standing. So I saw her. She like was was down, like squatted down, kind of maybe on a knee. Uh, and her, I don't know if it was a significant other, brother, boyfriend, whatever. The man that was with her was, you know, hand on her back, like hunched down with her, talking to everybody in the pick or everybody in the crowd, kind of like dispersed. So they had room she could get air and it didn't seem serious they were kind of i mean i don't want to say not serious but the guy wasn't freaking out or anything he was like down with her we all gave him space and it just so happened you know since we're in the back of the crowd uh 
lead singer is like next song he's like i want to see some like action in the pit like open up the fucking pit and i'm like oh dude this is awful timing that pit's like just a, a couple standing people away from where <laughs> these guys are, are squatted down and they're starting to run and starting he to hit each the, other the band the band couldn't tell that there was something going on in the crowd no no i mean dimly lit and we're in the back man so they start they open up the pit and me and a couple other guys were like fuck so we tried to brace like a wall around these two on the ground to like you know because the pit's going people are flying so we're just like holding them away from the people that are squatted down and uh after that song or after the pit kind of calmed down lights you know came back on and we all looked over to the security guard you know this this pretty intense security the guy that was patting people down guy that really wants this concert to go the right way we're staring at him waving our arms yelling for him to help yelling for somebody to help because it came a point where we're like she needs to get out of here or we need to like yeah, bro, they're not help. trying to like move her at all or anything like that. I she's, mean, the guy she's with isn't being like, "What? What are you doing?" I mean, we got to get out. I mean, are you sick bro, or he, what? Do we need he to tried to, here. He tried to get her to stand up, and she couldn't. And that's when we started like asking for some assistance. And we're waving and trying to flag this fucker down for like a, a solid minute, minute and a half. And he's kind of like he just didn't answer his call. Like he looked at us and like just didn't do anything until it finally clicked for him. That he was the one being summoned. Oh my god! So then this he guy kinda... was still reliving his moment, uh, moment of glory, touching <laughs> yeah. Tom's uh, nether regions. Yeah, dude. <laughs> he comes. Then he's he comes... up there daydreaming about that uh, person, that strapping <laughs> young man. He comes barreling in. He's a big dude. He comes barreling in, and he's like gets down, and I think he didn't believe that she was like that she like needed needed help because he like grabbed one one arm of hers and like picked her up and like was struggling to like walk her like take any steps and i'm watching this and i was like what the fuck what are you doing what what the fuck is this guy doing and then eventually he just like fucking spills her This guy only has one area of expertise. He fucking blew it, dude. Door guy, man. Well, and I I felt so bad, too, because, like, when I watched him kind of, like, I say spiller, but he set, he dropped her, but also kind of braced her down, like, let her down kind of softly, but she went down with a, a little bit of speed. Like, he definitely dropped her, but eased her to the ground type thing. And I looked at her, and I saw her eyes, like, roll back, and I was like, oh, she really is, like, out. So then lead singer seeing all that was like, he, you know, stopped and was like, is every is, is everything okay? Do we need to stop the show or anything like that? And uh, this was when you know, a couple people helped the security guard pick her up and carry her out. Oh my um, God. So, and you know, then we're like, you know, it's, it's all right. You know, we, she's getting help. She's, it's okay. And then it was also kind of awkward carrying He's on. He's dead. Turn the music back on. <laughs> Dude, it was, it was very weird for me, like, jamming to the music while she's like, you know, before 
I made what, a move you don't to, like this? before I made a move to like brace the wall. <laughs> I was like watching and I was like, well, she'll get up eventually, right? And I'm like still like and they're like a couple feet away from me, man. It's so weird trying to like enjoy a concert while like you're not sure if somebody's gonna make it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna pull through because this is a good tune. Oh, dude, like <laughs> joking in the car, like because <laughs> the their best, uh, my favorite of their songs was last on the set, and we were like, when this happened, we we're getting like closer to the end of the set, like over the halfway point, leaning toward the end, and we're, I was like, I'm glad she's all right, but if that would have cost, if that would have caused them to not play Daylily. I would have fucking lost my mind had they not gotten to play their best song because uh <laughs> because this woman passed out I would have been a little upset but um concert went on um uh, and, and everything else went well but yeah that venue was so bad that uh I, I want to say that's what caused that that poor woman to pass out and that would that would fucking suck that would be no good it gets fucking hard on you kind of standing and jumping around for five hours straight with no fresh air <laughs> wears on you a little bit. Like I, this is just so it's so just out of my realm, man. That yeah. when you talk about these shows, like I don't even think you realize the things that you're saying that are so commonplace for you. Yeah. That like blows my mind. Like, the idea that you're at a concert where people run around in the first place and hit each other, man, and yeah. hit each other. But like, second of all, like, like you, like the whole aspect of you being like, well, we thought the best course of action mm-hmm. because these people are so uncontrolled or what that we needed to make a wall. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't run into the person on the ground. You're at a, concert you're well, being at the king of diamonds clubs bullshit <laughs> club in columbus ohio you're not what you're i will not, say uh, in mad max what i will say for them is it was behind them so one they have no visual on the person that's down behind them and the the circle pit you know where everybody runs in a circle and then starts hitting each other um was growing and uh, I was like, well, if like six of us don't like help brace, uh, there's going to be people that this pit's going to spill into this uh, this little uh, pity party we have on the floor here. So I think I think that's another aspect of it, bro. I've never listened to a song in my life, in my <laughs> life. I've never listened to a song. I've never put on a tune. And while listening thought mm-hmm. to myself i just gotta fucking hit something right now I, it's never even had a it's never even been a thought for me i've never wanted to, to like hit something because of music you gotta try it man you i've never try it. i've never thrown on some sinatra and been like <laughs> moshing to fucking sinatra bro like you, I've got you under my skin. Well, I'm gonna get out of my skin. Arr! Yeah, I yeah, just man. <laughs> It just isn't in my like. It's just not in me to, to. I don't. That's not my scene, man. So like, just the fact that I can't even put myself in the mindset of a person that goes, "This is a great song, man." I gotta run into a stranger. Yeah, man. 
my whole life is avoiding physical contact with strangers. So <laughs> to go somewhere. But in that one moment, you get to seek it. And everybody else wants it, too. Dude, the first time I felt another full-grown man's, like, sweaty arm. Oh, dude, yeah, it happens. It gets weird. Sweat from the king of clubs <laughs> ventilation system. Sweating out of shots of fireball and, <laughs> and Jägermeister. Well, to me, it sounds like I wouldn't even sit down and watch a show at the king of clubs nightclub. I, them, I bet it probably wasn't as bad upstairs, the, the, upper, the upper decker cedars, but... Uh yeah, down there it was it was hot and and wet and oh yeah, dude, it was it was bad. She like she she had a drink in her hand when she fell, like when she collapsed too. So there was just fucking water or like not water, but it, I don't know, it could have been water. Clear either that or clear liquor spilled all over the place. The floor was fucking. There was like a layer of grip, noticeably on the on the the floor. Uh, compared to like the hardwood that was by the the bar and the the merch tables, but like the actual standing floor was so sticky, man. Like there was points where I had to like uh, unpeel my shoes because I'd been standing in place for too long. See, see, that's the uh, that's the difference. I've left places because the floor's sticky. I've been somewhere and been like the floor sticky here. I'm leaving. Yeah, but you you gotta tough it out to see to see your artist, man. Bro, that's you don't get to pick your venue. Well, I guess uh, you do when you buy the tickets, but I guarantee something I'll never say to somebody is, well, I know it's gross here, but I'm not missing mannequin pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, bro. Never gonna be in that situation. Yeah, man, but that was my my concert experience. Movements was a such a cool band to see live. Been listening to them for a couple years, so it was cool. Um, they are like the hell of a band. Um, they have a couple songs that I honestly think you wouldn't hate, like genuinely. So uh, if anybody out there wants uh, a new jam, throw on throw on Ruckus, the Ruckus album by by Movements. It's pretty pretty solid. Ruckus uh, by movements. Yeah, wow. Man. Yeah, man. It's a good right. it's a good tune. You heard it here from uh Nate. Check out Ruckus by Movements. Yeah, dude. I I'll, I'm gonna I'll send you I'll send you a song or two that I feel like you might be able to put up with. Wow. <laughs> Ruckus by all right, yeah. I'd be curious to hear something from Ruckus by Movements. Yeah. Maybe afterwards we can listen to uh Noise by Friction. <laughs> Yeah, man. You, hey, <laughs> don't don't knock it till you try it. How'd you feel about mannequin pussy? <laughs> you know what? I've 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 had worse. <laughs> I've had worse pussy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, at least the mannequins had faces. <laughs> uh oh, dude! In the fog on the way back, that was another fucking disaster. Oh but... yeah. You told me about the fog, just trying to cut through that. Uh... Just like Columbus back to went from Columbus back to Fremont, uh, then to Toledo. Um, but yeah, man, just like 
couldn't see like four feet in front of the car, just kind of guessing at the, the country road intersections. It was a little fucking sketchy out there, but Tom's a hell of a pilot. Uh, I'm sure he was freaking the fuck out on the inside, but he didn't show an ounce of it on the outside. So I appreciate him for that because I was way too high to deal with anybody freaking out. I was uh, having my own internal battle. Uh, it was, it was kind of rough. Your own fog, your own dense fog. I had, yeah, I had interior and exterior fog going on dude i was worried about what's going on out outside of the car and then what's going on in me inside of the car dude i was trying to keep it together um, and what's going on inside the car inside you inside the car and inside yeah. the car, and then outside the car yeah there was a lot of fucking uh, a lot of variables at play but like i said he's a hell of a pilot got us back there uh without without a, a hell of a pi- he he drove in fog you make him sound like he landed a space shuttle Dude, I'm not, it was, it was pretty thick fucking, it was like uncomfortable fog. You know what I mean? Like you can drive through fog and shit's okay. But when you're banking on like a break in the fog to be able to drive uh, at at any speed worth a fuck, you know, when you got a two hour ride home. Right. um, Yeah. You just got to go so slow. How long did it end up taking for you to get back? Um, I'm trying to, trying to think when we got out of the concert, I want to say. We got out of the concert at maybe 10.45. We didn't get back to Toledo until like 2.30 a.m. Oh, my God. Might have been a little later getting out, but it took us a fucking minute to get. It was a it was a bitch and a half. Did not like it. It's bad. We do. We, we had Google Maps pulled up like looking for or Apple Maps. Uh, just I was calling out stop signs. And then the fog was getting thick enough to where I was just calling out every intersection. Uh, oh my God. And I'd let them know whether it had a stop sign or not. Uh, just because, you know, we needed to know the intersection in case somebody was going to come like T-bone us while we're crossing because you fucking can't see. Yeah, bro. I wouldn't have drove in that. Yeah. I'm, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I would... No. I would have yeah. been like, nah, we're, we're going to have to go to the hotel room. Sorry, yeah. guys. Yeah, we're gonna have to fucking sleep the fog off. But now we we persevered because you know Tom's that guy. Tom's that fucking guy. Uh, but yeah, that was the concert experience. Uh, the music was great, and the rest of it was pretty fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey man, I don't want to tell you that you kind of set yourself up for these types of situations. Uh, you know listening to this type of music i mean right gotta think that like you're probably one of the most normal people that go to those types of shows right i mean i don't know i fucking fit in pretty good wow yeah you're really building the case for me to ever get to one of these fucking concerts man i'm telling you man uh, I, I want to die in the fog, bro. I truly want to get you to one. I don't, if we get, we could get seats. I just want you to see it. I just want you to see what it looks like down there. You know, see what kind of shit people are getting into in these fucking shows, dog. Yeah. I mean, I would go, I'd go. It's, to inter- one. it's interesting. It's, it's fun to be in it too. I'd have to bring earplugs, but I'd go. Um, You know, I don't typically, but I well, think Tom has, fancy earplugs like not to block the the actual music but just to protect his eardrums no i would want to do both yeah i know yeah you get your goal is much different than uh than than his with the earplugs kaylee wore earplugs i've worn them once but i felt uh 
I had mixed feelings on it. Bro, I just don't even like doing any activity that involves earplugs. I go most <laughs> I really don't, bro. I don't like doing anything that involves ear protection. Because as soon That's as why I, I don't wear it. As soon as I get to put something in my ear, I'm like, all right. What the fuck's right. going I on probably here? I shouldn't be doing. What am I doing? <laughs> this what can't be doing? all right. This, clearly, this isn't good for me, or I wouldn't have to plug up my ears first. What the fuck? <laughs> what? Yeah, man. You just... Anytime I don't do helmets, earplugs, anything that involves <laughs> any of this type of ancillary equipment, I do not involve myself. I get it. Trust me, I get it. Uh, but man, if you gotta, if I gotta sacrifice the health of my ears to listen to the music that I enjoy, so fucking be it. <laughs> so it's I'm burning it at both ends, dog. As soon as I show up somewhere and someone's like, "Here, you'll need these," and they hand me earplugs, I hand them right back. I go, "Actually, I won't. I won't. I'll see I won't you later. Need, I won't need these one bit. I I'm not gonna. You'll need them. <laughs> Here, take mine. You need them." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, man, I get it. I respect it. You like the music. You want to listen to the music? Absolutely. Uh, I just don't think that. Yeah, it's not. It ain't, it ain't your 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 thing. It's not my thing. I like really easygoing, like, music or, like, I mean, I like upbeat music, too, but. Yeah. I just I... like to kind of, like, enjoy myself when I listen to music in, like, a positive way. I that's how I enjoy. I mean, like it sonically, it doesn't seem that way, uh, but that's that's what gives me anger. my that's what gives me my my happy juices, man. Is hearing a fucking uh, hearing some heavy vocals a on a, on a breakdown into a microphone. Yeah, dude. If they do it right, they do it right. <laughs> Sound like Yoko Ono or something, man. Dude, it's telling you you gotta you gotta see one of these shows live but yeah that was i'd go to one i'd go to one uh but yeah man that was that was the height of uh of my my weekend of last um well it's it sounds like uh we both kind of had uh action-packed weeks yours a little bit more entertaining and interesting than mine mine a little bit more um this is real though you know that's yeah uh, true grit you know that's real life right there man i'm i'm in i'm in fantasy land watching people fight in the pit you're out here living i'm i'm delivering you content with sawdust around me <laughs> <laughs> you're in an undisclosed locate an undisclosed uh garage that has been disclosed through code throughout the show uh everybody go find charlie he's uh he's missing <laughs> Look for me on the side of your milk cartons. <laughs> hey, you know what? People like to talk about how dairy's not good for you, but I've never seen a fucking jug of almond milk with a missing kid on it. I'll tell you that. That's the goddamn truth, isn't it? They don't almonds don't give a fuck about your missing kids. <laughs> and neither do the intolerant of lactose. They no, don't give a fuck. Not. They do not like, give a damn. See that ugly ass kid on my milk? I'm not even going to drink this shit anymore. <laughs> Us dairy drinkers were like, we're going to, we're going to well, at least take a look. We're going to glance. We're going to glance at the milk jug <laughs> and uh, pour it into. <laughs> Bro, into you glass. ever, you ever, you ever do that? You ever see like a missing person's like a picture and you look at the picture and then the first thing you do is you look to your left <laughs> and your right. Like they're going to be going like, 
Good eye. You Chris got Stanton me. Good eye. <laughs> Glad you looked over here. The search is over. <laughs> you won. I've been missing for 14 days, but thank God you looked over your shoulder for me. I don't have any of my fingers or toes left, but you fucking found me. Thank God you decided to kill some time outside of a Walmart fucking bathroom and look at the bulletin board. You know, the employee of the month and that my ass has been gone for a while. (laughs) All right. Well, are we going to wrap this bad boy up, put a bow on it, send it out to the people? I think so. I think that's uh, that'll do it for this week. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for doing the things that, that we like. Uh, please do that more often. Email us at you took it too far cast at gmail.com. Hit us up on the socials, the link tree, hit the branches, you know, the drill ratings, reviews. Um, yeah, do that. And, uh, and just talk to us. Be more open with us. Tell us about what's going on with you. You heard about my concert. You heard about Charlie's life changes. What's changing in your guys' lives? You know, we want to hear that too. Yeah, as long as it's interesting and funny, we want to hear about it. Yeah, otherwise, <laughs> keep it to yourself. <laughs> go start your own fucking podcast. Go to, go to a, a metal concert. Get a life experience. Tell us about it. Go get hit Watch in the some- face. Go get hit in the face and watch somebody fall. <laughs> it's fucking. It's kind of funny watching somebody spill at a concert, dude. As long as they're okay after. I mean, Wink. <laughs> she's dead, by the way. Lord have mercy. I have uh, no way to know whether she is or isn't. There's no way to follow up on that. I mean, no. I figured I'd pronounce dead at King of Clubs in Columbus, Ohio. As of today, I think she's still up and and walking among us. But oh, good for her. She probably wasn't up that much to begin with. So let's be honest here. No, she she went down pretty hard. Yeah. yeah. Let's okay. Bye now. Forever. Bye.